0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. My guest today is Stevie Proud. Stevie, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm okay, you know, Rob. You know, we're going through some pretty strange times, but, you know, besides that, Life goes on, I guess. Yeah. So where in the UK are you
0: actually from?
1: Well, I'm from Manchester. Um, The easiest way to put it is that's kind of the north. So I guess most people are probably familiar with London, which is, you know, that's South, that's South England and that's the capital. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of north of that. So it's, um, we call it Northwest, you know, but it's, it's up north, basically, yeah. So it's it's different from London in a lot of ways, but
0: that's where I'm at. How are you handling uh, the pandemic and what's going on right now?
1: Uh, you know, um, me individually, um, it's up and down because, like, I, I have a job and I've been laid off for three months. Mm-hmm. So I work now for three months and I've I've never had that in my life. You know, I've never... I've never been out of work. I'm, you know, I'm a working-class person. I, I've always worked, you know, I've always used my hands and things like that, and that's been difficult. That's on a personal level. I mean, you know, that's just the way the system is at the moment. But outside of that, I mean, I'm I'm blessed. My family's okay. My friends are okay. You know, extended family, extended friends are okay. So, you know, I feel blessed about that. But, I mean, on the whole, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all going through some strange things, you know. It's it's not it's not normal. None of us are probably ever going to experience this again, you know. So it's, uh, it's hit or miss, you know. You have good days and you have bad, but that's the same for everyone all over the world, I would imagine, you know. It's nothing new, I guess, you
0: know. Yeah, I was out of work for seven weeks last Monday. I barely went back, and uh, it's pretty rough wearing a mask all day, you know, eight hours a day. mm it's hard to, you know, you got mm. to go, kind of like go to the break room and get, go by yourself and take a breath, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. not fun. So I got a whole new uh, respect. Not that I didn't respect them before, but a whole new respect for the uh, medical field. The guys working on all oh, this, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. wearing all this stuff all the time. Uh, so, mm. so while, we, while you've uh, been at home during this pandemic, what have you been watching on TV? Oh my god! Well, I
1: think everyone at some points watched Tiger King. <laughs> because, yes, you know, I watched it. <laughs> it's it's just there, and it's you have to understand. It's like that. Th- it's caught fire all over the world. Everyone's watching it, or they've seen it, or it's funny, or whatever. But we have a phrase out here in England, which is only in America, and that basically means if it's wild, if it's wacky, if it's like the most outworldly thing you've ever thought of Mm. it will have been done in America (laughs) and I think when you watch that program initially you're just laughing your head off you're like this is just so unbelievable you know it's it's got great comedy value obviously but then by the end of it you think the underlying issue isn't so funny you know but on the whole I think everyone's watched it it's just one of those I think outside of that I don't know you know I'd like I read a lot I read a lot I'll be honest Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's like I, I watch a lot of documentaries. I love, like, true crime. There's been some really good true crime on Netflix. There's the Innocence Projects on at the moment, which is obviously about people who've been, you know, wrongly accused, put in jail for, like, 25 years and released, you know. Mm-hmm. I love things like that, basically. Uh, films I do like, but I'm a bit of an old-school film buff, so there's not really much... That I'm watching film-wise, so I'd probably be probably taking and a couple of documentaries, and I like the ESPN ones actually. I signed up to ESPN mm-hmm. um, early on last year, and some of the uh, shorts on there I find really good. You know, um, <laughs> have you been watching? To the, tell you the truth,
0: have you been watching the one about Michael Jordan? Well, I was just about to say I started that
1: last night. I watched the first episode, so I'm not heavy into it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, everyone's heard of Michael Jordan. You know, I'm not a massive basketball fan, but I know Michael Jordan as everybody does. You know, so I'm going to watch it because I, you can't be a good documentary about someone mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, a huge superstar. You think what, you know, what makes them tick? What was that scenario about? And it's history, basically, as well. So. Yeah, I started that last night. I'm interested to see where that's going to go, to be honest, because everyone's
0: talking about it, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah, I'm not a basketball fan either. And uh, really, the only reason I'm watching it is because there's really nothing else on. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. sports, but what I have been watching, I've only watched it three days, and when I went back to work, it kind of stopped. But the KBO, have you been watching any Korean baseball?
1: i can't you know this is the thing um it's hard to it'd probably be really hard to explain it but in the uk we don't really get any channels that would show it you you'd maybe find it online if you're lucky you know if it hasn't been blocked or whatever Mm -hmm. um but we don't really get access to things like that in england you know um so no i've got to be honest i've I've seen, like, your little clips, you know, that they've been run- running on Twitter or whatever, but not really. We just don't get access to it. Mm. You know, we really don't. All right. I was
0: going to ask you. See, I, I've been watching it. I mean, I watched three games. And as far as watching sports on TV, as far as watching mm. baseball, because of the proposal of the MLB with having no uh, – as, far as, watching, oh, as yeah. far as watching it on TV – you don't really need fans. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take too much away from the TV watching experience. You see, that, that that's,
1: that's interesting because obviously the only thing I can really compare it to, um, and I was talking to someone else about this as well, is, you know, uh, when you get the very, very start of spring training and you get those, um, you know, kind of like, Early games that they air on TV, you know, you might get a choice to say, three or four across the day. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a college team, and it'll be against a pretty dominant team, if you like. And there'll be nobody in the stands. You know, it's the start of the training. There's not really much going on. There's not really much, you know, kind of media access. Um, I've seen a couple of games like that where the weather's been pretty bad as well. So there's no audience there. There's no crowd there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take anything away from the lesser of the team, be it a college team playing a superior team MLB-wise. It's more just the only thing I've had experience-wise that on TV is games like mm-hmm. that. And whilst it felt a bit odd, I agree, the game is still being played. The game itself isn't affected, right? I think the only thing I struggle with in the long term or I would struggle with long term would be the atmosphere of it you know, you can't beat that 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 intensity from the crowd, be it good or bad. You know, I think that I would I would miss. You know, I I feed off that when I see that live. You know, being all the way over mm-hmm. here and uh, able to attend the games by a long shot, it's just adds to the to the atmosphere of it. And uh, I think that would be my only thing I'd be concerned with. You know, uh, but I've not seen it in full action. You know, I've I've not seen it. Uh, in full action without a crowd, to be honest, yet. yeah, yeah, so, it's a little weird,
0: but I, I would think, I would think, the yeah. players would with no fans more than we would struggle to watch it.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, imagine you score a home run and you're running around the bases and there's nobody there. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not a player myself, but that must be absolutely crushing. Because that's, that's the moment you're living for. That's the moment you're playing for. And, you know, we've seen many great home runs at Minute Bay Park TV or in real time, and you can't beat that atmosphere, that, that feeling. So, you know, God only knows what the player must be feeling as he's running those bases. You know, it must feel electric. Mm-hmm. And I think to have that deafening silence
0: as you hear, you know, a ball hit the train track. <laughs> must just be crushing yeah you, you <laughs> make a you it make a crushing home run and there and there's dead silence <laughs> and it's just the jingle jangle of the ball <laughs> yeah. you know across yeah. the
1: tracks <laughs> it must just be crushing i mean it's just i can't see I, th- I i said it the other day i mean um there was a a a, a post by a uh, small houston news uh channel and they were sort of saying, you know, what's your opinion about it returning possibly, you know, end of July, mid-July. And I, I put under it, you know, uh, selfishly, yes, let's have it back. But realistic and worldful, no, let's just leave it. Let's just wait till next year. You know, it, there's just so many more questions that uh, we have other than let's just play ball, you know, Um it's a bit of a minefield, really. You know, um, the crowd is just one element of it, isn't it? Um, it's a difficult subject, I think.
0: So, how do you feel about them starting again? If they start with no fans, would you, you think they should just not play at all? It's,
1: it's, it's as I say, Rob. I mean, you know, I'm thinking like from a from a selfish point of view, from a uh, someone who loves the game. Uh, you know, is kind of lost without being on TV. Hell yeah, let's get these games going. Mm -hmm. But, at the back of my mind, I don't think that would sit well with me because there's just so many other issues in the background, you know, Um, morally, politically, you know, there's just so many other elements that will be attached to it if they do start playing again. Um, Yeah, I'd watch it, you know, I'm not going to like boycott it or anything, obviously, but uh, there's just an element of me where I think, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, let's just start a clean slate. Let's try and get this, get through this thing. Let's try and get this virus sorted. Let's try and get a, a, a vaccine potentially. Mm-hmm. And let's just, let's just begin again next year. No risk of infections, no harm to the families, no harm to the fans attending, if there was to be any. And let's just have a clean slate. But as I say, there's that neg- nagging selfish thought at the back where it says, "Yeah, but I just want to see ball, you know, I just want to see baseball being played, you know." So it's uh, it's a bit of a yin and yang battle, really. I think that one. Yeah. So, um,
0: so if you knew it was safe for them to play, you're all for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't <laughs> argue with that. If it's safe, it's, you know, if it's proven to be safe, there's no issues. You know, guaranteed, which is a pretty difficult word to use now. Yes. But if it was guaranteed you know, the the players safe, uh, the coaching staff and the, and, and the management and the people at the facilities and then the families and then the children and so on and so forth, yeah. But well, that's, uh, pardon the pun, a lot of bases to cover to get right, right you know, to get safe. So there was a... So yeah.
0: there was a question on Twitter that someone had asked, like a poll, if if uh let's say like would you trade this? I can't I can't even think how to word it now, but would you accept having zero games, no baseball games to watch this year, but your team gets to win the World Series next year, would you take that? And I can tell you the answer already without asking. You you would say okay, no baseball this year. Let <laughs> the Astros win it all next year. I think <laughs> that I think that that yes. poll was eighty to twenty. Like eighty percent said, okay, no games. I want my team to win. And I, I'm cure- and and, mm-hmm. and it was actually hard for me to answer. I was like, is it really that important to not to win the World Series? Because I, I mean, baseball is mm. a big. I mean, me and my wife. That's one thing we do together, and we enjoy it. We love watching games. I'm not able to go to them this year, but, you know, we, that's, that's, our, that's our evening every day, watching baseball. And- oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the same for me. I mean, obviously, different circumstances, but it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's the only sport I follow um you know it's it's a passion it's a love i, I look forward to the saturday night friday night mm-hmm. you know i look forward to up on the week games you know i love analyzing twitter the day after and analyzing all the news and i love the drama and i mean the list is endless you know it's it's you're a passionate man about it as well but it's just um you know it's a huge part and the this is where we go back to the question before, you know, what are you watching on TV normally? I'd be like, I'm just watching every game that I possibly can by any team because I love doing that. You know, it's um, we're on different time zones and I'll just tune in and watch whatever team's playing. Mm-hmm. If our guys aren't, I'll just watch any game that's on. That's, that's me. I just love the sport. And I think I'm missing the fact that I can go all over the United States and pick whatever game I want and say, you know what? I fancy going to Chicago mm. today. You know, I fancy going to Philadelphia today. How are you, you, know, you watching the games
0: over there? Do the MLB package? or
1: Well, this is the thing. I mean, years ago, um, it, the MLB package wasn't available to mm-hmm. the UK. Uh, the last couple of years, they made it available. And, I mean, you have to pay for a subscription, um, you know, which enables you access to to the, To the games or whatever, you can get a team pass, which would just be for your ah. team. But this this is the thing, though. I love the sport so much that I just go for the full package. I just want to see whatever game mm-hmm. I want, any team. You know, I want I want baseball twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, um, any game that I can watch. So I go for the full package, and that is definitely more expensive but you know, I'd be lost without it. You know, it's, again, it's a big part of our lives. So you can get the team one, which is like half price. But I mean, you know, I want to watch baseball, you Mm -hmm. know, full stop. So, yeah, the app app and the subscription is how I do it. I mean, that's the only way you can do it. And luckily, it's available because, you know, I'd have no way of keeping up with it otherwise Mm -hmm. other than, uh, you know, social media. So... It's it's a great little tool, and obviously, you know, time difference wise, I may I may miss a game. So you know, because it's on at like three in the morning my time, so it's it archives them all. So you can obviously go back, you know, three hours later when you get up for work mm-hmm. and watch the game. You know, so how many
0: people are uh, you always connected? How, how many friends and family also like baseball? Is it something that you have to do alone, or is there some other fans there?
1: I mean, you know. I, there's people, how can I put it? There's people that are intrigued by it. There's people that will come round to my house, friends, family, and they'll sit there and they'll watch it because they're intrigued. Mm-hmm. They, they 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 find it intriguing. But fans, no. Uh, you know, loyal supporters and followers of the game, no. It's just more people that are intrigued by it. You know, you'll be watching a game, they'll ask you, about a rule or who's that guy or who's this team or who's winning, you know, basic questions. Mm-hmm. But pretty much if you're talking about an actual baseball fan, I'd probably say, you know, I'm kind of out here on my <laughs> own. <laughs> but that's fandom, you know, that that's, you don't give that up. You, If anything, it drives you more because you're like, you know, this is my thing, you know, and I'll, I'll do what it takes to, to support and, 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 Watch the how long games, have you been you know? watching baseball? Do um, you remember what year it started for you? I, for me, I mean, I'm um, you know I'm 30, so it probably was around 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it started with the Astros, and that's where I am now. Okay. So let me ask you. You know, uh,
0: how, why Astros? Why did you pick them? 2013, they weren't even any good. Well, so it's not. It's not like it's yeah, not like went, me, jumped on the bandwagon. Me. I mean, there has to be a reason you picked. Them.
1: Yeah, I'll put it like, I mean, it's all, it's like a question of how long have you got. Secondly, I, I'll give you the <laughs> nutshell version because, I mean, to, to be honest with you, Rob, like I get asked that a lot. You know, I mean, it's like it it'll be in it on a podcast or uh, in a DM or. You know, I mean, I did a and a radio interview with the BBC recently about the whole, uh, you know, scandal mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I had to run through it with them as well. So I gassed it a lot. I mean, the way I put it is like a nutshell version, which is, you know, um, growing up, I was, like, obsessed with America. You know, I was obsessed with American culture, mm-hmm. you know, be it film, music, TV, reading, history just loved it, you know, uh, always had an affinity with, with America and American culture. And I think at some point you're going to run into baseball. I mean, it's, it's such a huge part of its history, you know. Uh, it's ingrained in American culture. You know, it's there in the schooling systems. It's, there. it's such a huge part of American culture that I think if you're fully intrigued by American culture and history, mm-hmm you will run into baseball. And I think at some point, uh, you know, I I ran into the idea of, well, what is baseball? You know, what is it really about from quite a young age? But it kind of came and went because, as I say, there was no real access to uh, sports Mm -hmm. on TV. Uh, But where it also got deeper was... Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe in my teenage years, I, I started to become really obsessed with Texas in particular. <laughs> um I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I just did. I just, I thought, you know, I think maybe I'd, I'd been watching some documentaries. I, mean, I was quite young, but I, I just remember being obsessed with Texas. You know, I was really obsessed with it. And... um I always have been ever since, really. And I can't really explain it. I think that's the beauty of it. It's almost like magical. It's like, I don't know where it came from. It just kind of happened and stuck. And I never really uh, had heard of the Rangers, for example. Uh, I may have heard the name kind of floating Mm -hmm. around. I'd never really heard of the Astros. But I think what kind of changed it was I saw some segments of the Astros playing in probably 2012 into 2013 kind of time frame and I thought I really like these guys I don't know what it is again it, it adds to the mystique of it in my mind I just thought these guys just look so cool but hold on a minute they're from Houston and Houston's mm-hmm. in Texas so it's like hmm, this could be a way for me to follow a sport that I've been intrigued by to get to grips with a sport that I've wanted to, you know, to to invest time and get to know Mm -hmm. and learn and follow. And here's my team now because I've got this team from Houston uh, in Texas. This is perfect. They're doing things differently. They look different. The whole attire is amazing. The whole, you know, ballpark just looked cool. It was just different. And also at the time, they were underdogs. So I'm a massive, massive fan of the underdog. I always have been. I'm a sucker for it. You know, I just love it. And at the time, they kind of were. So that appealed as well. And also, I don't know why, but I, maybe I kind of like imagined the attachment, but I've always been obsessed with Mexican mm-hmm. culture as well. I'm, like, really obsessed with it. And I felt like it had that, that huge Hispanic kind of angle to it, that twist of it, you know, knowing how Houston was, like that combination of the two, that beautiful melting pot was in mm. there as well. And I thought, this is just ticking all the boxes, <laughs> you know? Um, it just, It just, you know, but the games weren't really on in full back then. You could only get highlights, so... You know, I had to keep watching him lose, but I didn't really care. You know, it was more just like, I want to now learn the game, you know, learn the rules and understand the sport better. So that was my kind of years of learning the angles of it and getting into grips with it. And from then, it's just got stronger and stronger, the ties, the bonds, the the setting up the Twitter, the the visits, Um I just absolutely love the Astros. I'm never going to yeah. back down from that. If it, it, You know, I say this, and it sounds so corny, but I'll say it again, and, and it, people can judge as much as they want, but I would be absolutely lost without the Astros because they are the reason that right. I am into baseball. You know, they, they are the reason that I follow. The only sport that I follow, by the way, is baseball, is because of the Houston Astros, well, as much as, you as, know. As much as I love
0: Oh, I only watch Astro mm-hmm. games. Uh, any other games really don't, uh, they don't interest me unless they're playoff games. Mm. I mean, I, I'll watch them. Like, yeah. Watch I mean, not, on I think... Sunday, like ESP Sunday night. But after a mm-hmm. while, you're like, well, I, I really yeah. don't care who wins. And I need that. When I'm watching something, I need yeah. to care yeah. who wins.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think, I think it's, I'll put it like this. I mean, it's hard to, uh, maybe it's kind of like a tricky thing to explain, but the way I'll put it is because I'm so fascinated by the sport, I just want to sap everything Mm -hmm. in that I can. And, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of time to make up. I mean, MLB is 150 years old. The sport itself's a lot older and I don't want to miss a moment. I wanna I wanna study the players and what are they about and see what the stadiums are like, see what the ballparks are like. You know, I just it's like a ticket to America to me when I've got it on TV. Again, it sounds corny, but I'm just passionate <laughs> about it. Yeah. But you just see this ticket to these these ballparks and you're like, wow, look at that guy, he's a bit strange. Look at that stance, look at the way that he's pitching, you know he's intriguing I've heard of him you know and you build up this massive kind of like catalogue in your mind and okay, yeah. it's really exciting to me even though like say other teams I don't really particularly care who wins I still love that that ticket to a ball game that, 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 that little virtual ride to a part of America that you know you might want to see one day yourself you know uh, it's just got a little bit of a mm. mythical touch to it but Again, that's because I didn't grow up with it. It's not a part of really. It's not a part of my culture. So it's a little bit more exciting, I guess, just because it's it's uh, it's a little ticket to another world, I suppose, you know. Um, but you're right. I mean, if it's an Astros game, I'm I'm hitting the roof at home, you know. Um, but yeah. if it's another team, I'm more just watching it just out of curiosity and and a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. I suppose. But uh, I'm obsessed with it. What can I say? You know, it's just it's just a great sport. You know, I
0: hate I hate watch sports sometimes. And uh, what that means is I'll watch teams I hate. To it again. <laughs> like I'll my wife will be like, why are you watching the Texas Rangers? You hate them. I said, I know, but I want them to lose. <laughs> We've, I mean, all there, right? hate, We've all been there. I, I, I learned it last year. It's hate watching. So now I'll be watching I'll be rooting against the Dodgers and the Yankees now. They've kind of taken your spot. Uh, you see, my, you see he- <laughs> my I was gonna say my answer if somebody asked me why I like the Astros and it's just cause they were two hours away from me. It was they were the closest team to me. <laughs> that that's that's my answer, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew I grew up like a lot of people. You know, they didn't have baseball wasn't shown everywhere. But no. the Braves and the Cubs, they had their own stations and they were shown all the time nationwide. And so a lot of people like the Cubs and they like the Braves. But then once I got, I think I was about 23 maybe, I decided to drive up mm-hmm. to Houston and watch a game and actually went to see the Cubs because they were playing the Cubs. And then I just went again, and like by the third time, you know, I'm then I'm Astro fan. That was uh, 1996, I think, 96 or 97. Wow! So what year yeah. was it that you came here? Was it 18 or 19? It was eight, well, or 17. I don't.
1: Well, no, no. Well, this is the thing when I when I first visited, like I actually I actually came just to see the Astros was back in 2016, and I just came for two or three games um, across, it was, I think it was a Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, if if I'm not mistaken, or it it was right at the start of the week, I remember that much, I think it was like start to middling, and they played the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, who at the time were 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 absolutely smashing it. So um, they didn't win a single game on that um, on that trip. I don't believe. No. I don't recall them winning. Um, and, you know, I was obviously devastated, but that wasn't the point. You know, I was there, um, and I think you know. Then my visit after that was my most recent one, which was last year. Um and a lot of changed, you know, the, the, the ballpark itself changed. It certainly felt different. I mean, I, I've it's only a couple of years in between yeah. the gap of the first visit, but it just felt different. And I think it's maybe just because you know I don't know. You just you just maybe you have an image in your mind of how it was those that previous visit and maybe you just get there and everything just seems fresher and newer and I don't know. It was it was but those are the years anyway. The first the first time is about
0: two thousand sixteen. Um so if you you have yeah. in the UK, what advice would you give them if they wanted to make mm-hmm. a trip over here now that you've been here? Just Houston to America, or yeah. America as a whole.
1: <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> the, 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 uh, I mean, how, how do you mean, honestly? Because I, I it's such a... It, I mean, do you mean as in I'll, terms I'll give you, of like I'll what i
0: you So me and my an wife... Went to give something. me an example. Yeah. And look, looking at hotels, I would right. say like hotels here and then hotels in Fisherman's wharf And so, so not knowing anything, I'm Mm -hmm. like, what is Fisherman's Wharf? Why does it cost more to be down there at Fisherman's Wharf? Like, what is that? I have no idea what it is. And so, when we went, all we did is in in our car from the hotel and driving to Fisherman's Wharf because that's where everything was. And so, if one Mm. of my friends were going to San Francisco... That would be my advice, stay in Fisherman's Wharf, that's where everything's at, kind of like that. I mean, that's what I mean,
1: I mean, if I was to narrow it down to, should I narrow it down to say if you were visiting Houston or, or as the whole, because I mean, San Francisco, if I was to talk about that, nobody would like what I'd have to say about it, you know? Because to be like, honest with you-
0: Like planning a trip.
1: Um, I think if you were planning a trip, I think like you, you know, like, like you could, you could. This say, is the way I, say, I. Okay, if you're gonna, this go is to the America, way I
0: don't. Like, it's not. It's really nothing to see, you know. I, if I was you, I would go here and I would go here, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: I'll put. It- <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to someone that loves America. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll, I'll say it like this. I mean, people ask me, a lot of people ask me about America because obviously I'm obsessed with it. So I have a lot of friends who they've never been or, you know, like put it like this, like mm-hmm. it costs, I'll tell you this much, it costs a lot of money to come mm-hmm. to America for a British person. It really does. It costs an awful lot of money. You'll be saving up your whole year to just do one trip. I mean, Houston, when I came last year, that took me all year just to Mm -hmm. buy the the plane ticket. So I always feel like I have to say to them first, you know, like make sure you've got that, that plane ticket, you know. But at the end of the day, I do get asked that a lot. But for me, like the places that I've been, it's like, it's like San Francisco is a good uh, subject because I had wanted to go to San Francisco my entire life. Um, Again, similar sort of thing, films, music, blah, blah, blah. And I went and I stayed in the tenement area, the, uh, sorry, Tenderloin District. Now, that's where everything's going on. There's lots of bars, there's lots of nightlife, there's lots of things going on but my God, I will never go back to San Francisco mm-hmm. now because of that place, you know? It was just like, I hated it. It was full to, to it's, it's, a, a politi- it's a political policing right. problem as well. I was told while I was there that it was just an absolute nightmare. It was just like flooded with drugs, flooded with homeless people. But I mean, wall to wall. And I found out exactly what you'd been told, which was you should have stayed in Fisherman's Wharf. It's safer. It's cleaner. You know, it's a, it's a lot more stable to stay there. Do you eat any you garlic know? fries? Um, but, I mean.
0: <laughs> that's like my biggest just... memory. One of them is how good the garlic fries are there. I mean, I, I just think, like,
1: it was funny because everywhere else I'd been on that particular trip, I absolutely loved, like, I loved it. And then I got to the place which I felt mm-hmm. should have been the cherry on the cake, as we said. and it just wasn't. And I was like, you know, I did Alcatraz and, and I did all these kind of, you know, the typical stuff, you know. I went to, um, what's the... Uh, coastal town called Sausalito that mm-hmm. was beautiful lovely place but then you'd have to go back to your hotel where all the nightlife was and everything but it just I think it just more than anything it was just such a a huge disappointment that I thought this is do you, do you know let's put it like this Rob it's the only place I've ever been to in America that I would See, never one, go one back one thing
0: that one thing that we like that, about that it to that me, such great memories is that the Astros were playing the Giants. they actually got to see two games. So that might be uh, bumping up bumping up my memory of it a little bit.
1: Maybe better. that's the way. But... Yeah, I mean we I went to see uh, the Phillies play the Giants. They that was all that was on at the time. And right? wow. I mean ballpark wise amazing. I mean, the views are
0: wow. I mean, I mean we
1: I don't care whether you're
0: walking right in the that, park, walked up the ramp and there's like, you know, the lady standing there with the ticket, And I was like, wow, wow. And I looked yeah. at her and I was like, wow, you guys are lucky. Mm. You get to see this mm. every day. Wow. It was really nice. I was amazed.
1: The the, the ballpark experience mm. was probably similar to yourself. I'd say that an Alcatraz is probably the highlights mm. of it, but as I say, no no disrespect to anyone that lives in San Francisco. It's it's you know it's your own viewpoint, it's your own city. I respect that. Uh, I just I just didn't I didn't I felt it was. If I mm-hmm. really had to say where would I not go, uh, I wouldn't go back to San Francisco. Um, everywhere else I've ever been, I've thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, I I didn't. I, I actually went to see uh, the Astros play. In 2018 at Yankee Stadium, um, I, I went for three or mm-hmm. four nights to to New York uh, to see a series there with the Astros, um, and, you know, this is where I say, again, I know it's a new stadium, but I don't care. It's a beautiful, beautiful ballpark yep. in New York. It's absolutely wonderful. It's a beautiful ballpark. It's this... Despite, you know, what people think of the Yankees and the organization, it's an absolutely stunning ballpark. I mean, you see the the train going across and the sun going down, and it's just an amazing, amazing ballpark. It really is, Um, you know. um, But, again, I I didn't think I would enjoy New York, but I absolutely loved it. I I was really thinking I was going to hate it, actually, but I I really loved it. It was a, was a, a different kind of atmosphere to places I've been in America, but it was a beautiful place in terms of, you know, its architecture and its history. That was our last vacation. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We have
0: a very fond memory of the baseball game. We saw the Mets, the Yankees play the Mets there, and it was just like the Mm. ballpark is so comfortable. And when we were there, the weather was perfect. I mean, you couldn't have had a more perfect setting to watch a baseball game. It was just perfect.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing we, I think I went in, uh, I think it was June and I was talking to some guys and they were saying, you know, you've come at the right time because like, you know, August onwards yeah, is for, for them. They were saying anyway, was awful. You know, the weather just got unbearably mm-hmm. muggy and hot and close, you know, and like you picked the right, the perfect month to come. And to be honest, the weather was, yeah, we went, said, we went in was July. perfect, to be honest. Um uh, mm-hmm yeah see similar thing i mean like i'm talking about what i would say to british people and i've said it to them is for i don't know what it's like for an american going to new york but certainly for a british person going to new york the accommodation yeah. is so expensive like it's the most of it, it may be the most i've ever paid staying anywhere in the world it's so expensive um that is definitely something I've always said to people: be aware of. You know, if you're a if you're a British person traveling to New York, it's just the accommodation is so expensive. You know, yeah. um, everything else is kind of reasonable, but the, the, the accommodation really is at the night now, You know, we, um, we
0: I don't know how much we paid. Oh my we, god!
1: Yeah,
0: there's um, a little desk, a queen size bed, and about six inches on each side of the bed <laughs> to slide in there. It was, I mean, it was a nice hotel. <laughs> But it was very small. It
1: was very small. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the 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 bathroom is like a three sixty. You know, you walked in yeah. there, the shower turned back around, in and out the door. door. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I had an apartment like that
1: before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, Rob, I did as well. You know, and I've been there and I've yeah. done it. But I thought well, this, this is holiday, you know. So it's all right. <laughs> yeah exactly well this is it this is this is the thing i've always said particularly with america i mean wherever you go there's just so much to do that you hardly spend any time there anyway right. as long as it serves as a place to sleep and shower it really doesn't matter you know um but i, I don't know i mean that the list i could go on and on because i've not been uh, i'm not like amazingly well traveled around america but i've been to a couple of different places but i mean you know they've all got the I will say this, and this is the thing that I always have to reiterate. I mean, you guys are probably already know it. You might not. But, you know, I do always have to reiterate to friends that are thinking of traveling to America or, you know, doing a little trip. I always say, make sure you know this before you go. Every Mm -hmm. place is uniquely different. Not only, you know, uh, major cities across America, but major cities within its own state. You know, um, the <laughs> accents are different, the humor is different, the, everything different. But you see, this is where English people get a bad interpretation. I'll, I'll know this is that the, the, they may have that interpretation that everywhere in Texas is the same, or everywhere in Chicago is the same, or everywhere in New York is the same. And it's the same brush that the Brits get tarred with. You know, we all talk the same. We all act the same, mm-hmm. and we all know it's complete It's complete garbage. But um, I think that's what I always reiterate to people. Just know this, you know, there's just so many subtleties. It It's something, again, that I just absolutely love about America. I mean, particularly Texas, because I did a little bit of traveling around there and when I went in uh, 2016 uh, from Houston, and, oh, my God, like, literally – take it from me, like the is different, everything is different, you know, from each city. And I thought, wow, th- this was the, that was the real eye-opener when I thought, no, not, you know, ev- not everywhere is the same here right now. But, yeah. You know, it's, even the accent changes, you know? Because um, the amount of people that I say, oh, you know, like, I love your accent. I mean, I get it all the time, obviously, when I'm there, because people just say it. I think it's just like, they feel they have to say it. But, I've I've done it where I've said to a you know a Texan in San Antonio or a Texan in Dallas, and they're like I've got an accent like they don't they yeah. don't think they have one and I'm like you really do, your accent is so different from the guy in uh, in San Antonio you know I'll be saying this to a guy in Dallas or whatever they just don't they a lot of uh, Texans in particular don't think they've got an accent it's like you really have it's just that it's so subtle you know it's a, it's a real gradual you know, difference, but you, you yeah. hear it because,
0: uh, I was, you learn. Mm-hmm. So let, I guess I can ask you this since you've been here more than once. What did, what did you learn from your first trip that you used on your next trip? Like what kind of mistakes did you make that you knew like, okay, I, I know not to do this. I'll tell you this. Sure. Let's go. with Houston.
1: So, so we're we talking Houston air now. Uh, first thing, (laughs) don't ever go in August ever again. Yes. (laughs) Because the heat is a nightmare. (laughs) That was first choice, um, was definitely don't go in August. Don't go in kind of like end of July because my first trip I went in August and I, you know, I nearly died. It was just like so hot, you know, I I got used to it, but it, it it was hot. So there was definitely, um... When I next, went, you know, so when I was you like, went, I'm not going on. to the again.
0: Astros game. You kind of can understand what, what why it's... they have a retractable roof.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like, when when I was there, I was I got talking to someone next to me, and we were talking about, and they were like, they were flapping the jersey around, and I said, uh,
0: <laughs> "Yeah,
1: I mean, the yeah, air conditioning's not working, is it?" And the lady was like, no way, no, sir. She says, this is not working. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? And you're wondering why you sat there, like, absolutely sweltering with a roof closed in September, you know. Um, so, I don't know. It's, like, definitely that. I mean, but then again, I went in September and I got hit with a major mm-hmm. flood, so a major storm, so... Maybe next time I won't go in September because then I might get a storm. So I've kind of learned maybe September isn't a great time to go either. Um, but I think other than that, you know, it's did you did you go on these it's, it's trips alone? Much. right? I mean, uh,
0: I think okay. So
1: yeah, your, yeah, I your did. Yeah,
0: yeah, is whoever I mean, you ended up sitting by.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that was the thing. I will say this: I think that was what made my visit last year so incredible, because I made my Twitter account in two thousand start of two thousand and nineteen, and um, because mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, I just want to connect with people. You know, I'm I'm I want to talk ball. I want to see what's going on in the world, and let's just try and connect it and use it for a positive way, rather than all this negative stuff that you see on there. And it worked because I came, and and everyone was just so, so, mm-hmm. so lovely, so welcoming, and so kind that you ended up getting to sit with people you knew, or people wanted to meet up with you before the game, or after the game, or take you out for a dinner. You know, and it, it was a, it was an amazing experience. It was, it's just encouraged me to just keep coming back because. I've made friends with people now. I've made, you know, those bonds with people that hopefully will continue. And each time I visit now, it will be more like my last visit, which is where you have company and people who just want to get to know you, you know, and talk about Houston and and the Astros, you know. So I think the first time I went, that was the mistake that I made. You know, I kind of went and did it off my own back, but Mm -hmm. not really making any connections before going. Um whilst I still had a fantastic time, it was very much like, you know, you, you got to know whoever was there at the time, whereas this time it was a little bit more. It was just an amazing, amazing trip. You know, um, I've said it so many times, but the people in Houston and, and, and Texas really I found when I went on my first visit was like just so, mm. so full of heart and soul. You know, the nicest people I've ever met in my life, you know, outside of my own family, it's it's just so incredibly polite mm. and friendly. It really, really is, you know. And I love coming back and telling that people. You know, I will say it very proudly and I will say you will not find a, a nicer people than, than Texans, in particular for me personally in Houston because I've experienced it you know, on uh, on, a, on a couple of occasions. Just unbelievable kindness, um, you know. So that's it, really. I think everything else was fairly positive, you know, and I didn't really have much to learn. <laughs> it's mainly the weather, to be honest. Yeah. From I'm, I'm being brutally honest, but getting to know people out there and getting to know people on Twitter, it would seem that that's mm-hmm. a general complaint from people in Houston anyway. So... It sort of makes you think you're so not on the, your own uh, in that opinion, let, you know? Let's
0: go to the two thousand seven. You're an Astro fan and you find out that they did all the trash can banging and all that. Was there any part of you that thought about giving up on them? Were you upset about it?
1: I never ever yeah, ever either. thought about giving up on them. Never. How'd you how did you feel
0: Were you were you upset? But, yeah, for sure. When you I mean, first heard about it. You know, I, I didn't believe back. it. Did you believe it? I yeah, I didn't. Either. But but then when you no 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 no.
1: I, 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 I you <laughs> know I did I didn't want to. I didn't I didn't want to. I mean, I'm I'm sure if I go back to some of my old tweets, um, we all had a little bit of a slangy match with uh. John Boy, oh, yeah, or whatever he wants either. to call himself. I still can't stand the guy, but, you know, um, I, I just... I'm not even going to uh, go down that road, because I think I'll be here for months, <laughs> and there'll be a lot of profanity. I'll probably just edit it out anyway. But, um, <laughs> you know, but... Um, I, I'm sure if I look back at some of those tweets, I'd be very embarrassed. I'd put my head in my hands and say, oh, my God, you know, it was true. Uh, there was things going on, but I was so at the time thinking, none mm-hmm. of this can be real. Come on, no way. And then it came out and it was. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I felt, definitely felt her. Uh, Why not? You know, I mean, this is this is a team. And I, I, sa- I said this when I was talking to the BBC, and I'll say it again now. They didn't need to. That's yeah. the saddest mm-hmm. saddest saddest thing in it all in all of it for me they didn't need to do it they just didn't need to it's so frustrating because you think if they'd not done any of that they'd have won the World Series anyway <laughs> they won the World Series it's a fact and you know it it, it it does upset me because I think you didn't need to do that none of you whoever it was whoever was involved you know you didn't need to mm. do it they know it we as fans know it the city of houston knows it they didn't need to do that so of course you know at first i thought no this is this is awful but you know it's just made me more resilient it's more like you know what you know it, it's it's a tough one mean reading from people's experiences it gave people white at the end of a tunnel We had had a horrendous, uh-huh. horrendous year in the city of Houston. Now, if there's anything to take away from it, at least it gave right. the city some hope, positivity, and they needed that. So you know what? Sit. Screw it. Okay, they cheated to some extent, and that ina- enabled them to win the World Series. If that is okay. how we want to word it, then so be it. You know, it's it's like what, my my header on my Twitter, mm-hmm. I made that by any means necessary Astros for Life. Some people get that, and other people, I've had Yankee fans coming at me going, that yeah, see, see, he's just said it on his head by any means necessary. And it's like, you're missing the irony of this, guys. It's it's to the point where I don't care. <laughs> we, you know, by any means necessary. I don't care. We won. We're the Astros. You know, screw you, kind of thing. And you get a lot of fans that just don't understand the 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 nature, the dry humor of it. You have to take the humorous approach to it and think. At the end of the day, it's done now. The punishments have been handed out. Let's just get a move on. You know, let's just we're, we're not bothered because we're fans. You know, I mean, yeah. Ultimately, that is fandom, isn't it? I mean. How could you be so fickle to say, okay, they cheated, right? That's it, right? Burn all the jerseys, burn all the memorabilia, forget it. This is my city, but I don't want them anymore. You know, I'm, I live in Houston. Uh, I live, you know, in England or wherever. I'm just going to get rid of all that lot and move to the Yankees or the Phillies or whatever. No, that isn't what you do. That's not a fan. I mean, this is fandom. You know, you you support your team through thick and thin, bad and good and, bad decisions and good decisions because they represent something that you love, whether that be your city or, you know, the, the, the passion and love that you put into them in the first place, like myself, you know,
0: I'm not going to give up on a team and a city that got mm-hmm. me into the sport that I love, you know? Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this conversation with, uh, Stevie proud, a England's number one Astro fan. Uh, Stevie and I talked for almost two hours And so this is just the part that I've edited so far. I wanted to go ahead and share it with you. But I'll put the second part of the interview out later this week. So anyway, look forward to it. Stevie Proud interview part two. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot.